Today is Wednesday, October 28, 2020. On this day in 1895, serial killer H. H. Holmes went on trial for murder in Philadelphia. He'd been caught for killing his associate and supposed friend, Benjamin Peitzel. But Holmes's true body count was much higher, possibly even in the hundreds. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. I'm Vanessa Richardson, and today I'm joined by our guest host, Richard Rossner from Dictators. His show examines the rise to power and reign of real-life tyrants. He's here to discuss the context surrounding H.H. H. Holmes's trial, while I'll cover the narrative. Thanks for having me, Vanessa. Hello, everyone. Today we're covering the fascinating story of H.H. H. Holmes, who's widely considered America's first serial killer. Now, let's go back to a Philadelphia courtroom on October 28, 1895. It had been a long journey getting to this trial. Countless cons were run, a nationwide manhunt was launched, and of course, many brutal murders were committed. Holmes killed for profit, usually, but he enjoyed it too. Ever since his days as a medical student, he'd been fascinated by corpses. Now the chickens had come home to roost. He was arrested almost a year prior on charges of horse thievery. Fair charges, but detectives were really out to get Holmes for insurance fraud. Arresting Holmes for theft had been a ploy. The police wanted him in custody because they suspected he was guilty of far worse crimes. They were right, and eventually their investigation supported their suspicions. In July of 1895, they found two dead bodies in the cellar of a home that Holmes had rented in Toronto. The daughters of his former partner in crime, Benjamin Peitzel. Later, the body of Peitzel's eight-year-old son was discovered in Indianapolis. For months, police had been asking about Peitzel and three of his children. They were missing, and Holmes, as Peitzel's partner, should have known where they were. When Peitzel's wife asked about her family members, Holmes insisted they were all traveling and would return soon. But with the discovery of the 10- and 14-year-old Peitzel daughters, it was clear Holmes had been lying. And when he was found out, Holmes knew he'd reached the beginning of the end. As he put it, well, I guess they'll hang me for this. Perhaps that conviction was the reason Holmes went into the trial on October 28, 1895, guns blazing. He had nothing left to lose. He refused a court-appointed lawyer and defended himself by claiming he'd killed far more than the Peitzel family. In fact, he'd killed 27 people. Naturally, these confessions didn't help Holmes avoid the wrath of the law. 
On November 2, 1895, he was found guilty of Benjamin Peitzel's murder and sentenced to hang. But the confessions weren't meant to avoid that inevitable conclusion to Holmes's sadistic adventures. They were meant to pave the way for the eternal infamy he craved. After his trial, Holmes gave a full confession of his myriad crimes to the Hearst newspaper for a comfortable fee of $7,500, a nice payout for a man effectively on his deathbed. But the tell-all seemed worth the price. It detailed 27 gory murders sandwiched between gobsmacking insurance fraud cons and thievery of all sorts. Hearst's money was wasted if the goal was getting the truth out of Holmes. Many parts of the confession, it turned out, were fabricated or embellished. In fact, some of the victims Holmes claimed he'd killed were still alive at the time of his confession. But the papers were as eager for sensational news as Holmes was eager to provide it. So they kept selling the story. The tale grew in proportion. In some versions, Holmes had slaughtered hundreds of people. He later claimed that he'd killed an estimated 130 men, women, and children. Holmes's so-called murder castle played a major role in many of these horror stories. It was an apartment building and storefront that functioned somewhat like a hotel. Holmes had built it during the Chicago World's Fair, and then, two years later, when he was in prison, it mysteriously burned down. Regardless, the building played to the imagination of American news audiences. It had supposedly been full of trap doors, soundproof rooms, and a strange oven containing the buttons and jewelry of an unidentified woman. The idea of the dark, massive mansion hiding unspeakable crimes right under their noses was delectably appalling. Holmes's legacy was cemented through these lurid tales. The news coverage following his trial made him an iconic figure in the annals of American crime and gifted him with his title of America's first serial killer. But the notoriety did nothing to stop Holmes's march towards the rope. On May 7, 1896, he was hanged in Philadelphia. Coming up, the real man behind the fantastical narrative. Listeners, here's a new show I can't wait for you to check out. When it comes to love, every story is unique. Some play out like fairy tales, seemingly meant to be. Others defy the odds to achieve happily ever after. In Our Love Story, the newest Spotify original from Parcast, you'll discover the many pathways to love, as told by the actual couples who found them. Every Tuesday, Our Love Story celebrates the ups, downs, and pivotal moments that turn complete strangers into perfect pairs. Each episode offers an intimate glimpse inside a real-life romance, with couples recounting the highlights and hardships that define their love. Whether it's a chance encounter, a former friendship, or even a former enemy, our love story proves that love can begin and blossom in the most unexpected ways. Follow Our Love Story free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts.
Now, back to the story. On October 28, 1895, H.H. Holmes began his trial for murder. He was convicted a few days later, on November 2nd, of one killing, despite the fact that he confessed to at least 27 murders. But the thing is, Holmes's confessions didn't carry much weight, and the law knew it. After months interrogating him about his crimes, months during which Holmes shifted his story again and again. In fact, before he confessed to the papers, Holmes spent his time in jail writing a memoir about his innocence. My guest host Richard is going to take over from here to discuss the real H.H. Holmes, the man behind the myth. Thanks, Vanessa. In actuality, Holmes was likely neither a prolific serial killer nor a mistreated innocent. There are nine confirmed Holmes murders, and it's possible he had more victims. The hundreds of deaths attributed to him in many contemporary newspapers, however, are unrealistic. Because before he was a killer, Holmes was a con man. And his last, biggest, and best executed con was undoubtedly convincing the world that he was a fascinating criminal worth remembering. Even today, Holmes' storied legacy lives on. Since his days splattered across the front pages of 19th century newspapers, his life has been made into countless books, films, and even graphic novels. As of 2019, Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio are producing a mini-series adaptation of a Holmes-inspired novel called The Devil in the White City, which will be released on the streaming service Hulu. But behind all the dramatized versions of Holmes' life, historians have spent precious time sifting through his lies, looking carefully for the real man behind the crimes. And the person they found hasn't been the satanic, mind-bogglingly clever man Holmes pretended to be, the man we often still imagine him to be today. Rather, he represented a more human kind of evil. H.H. Holmes was lying, narcissistic, and desperate for attention. He could be charming, and he used that charm to his advantage. He also made plenty of mistakes, which eventually led to his arrest and execution. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Thanks again, Richard, for joining me today. Thanks for having me. You can find my podcast, Dictators, on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. For more on H.H. Holmes, check out the episodes of Serial Killers that dive deeper into his life and crimes. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Joshua Kern. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Nora Battelle, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, and stars Richard Rossner and Vanessa Richardson.
Don't forget to check out Our Love Story, the newest Spotify original from Parcast. Every Tuesday, discover the many pathways to love, as told by the actual couples who found them. Listen to Our Love Story free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.